There she is. Dog, I dropped some beer the other day. <laughs> no, but that wasn't my fault though. It was, it was that spice powder. Mm. Put oh, it in there and it foamed up. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, if I would have known, I would have just. You know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Kick It Podcast. Coming to you live from Oceanside. I'm Louis Lope. I'm here with my boy Bruce, Vic, JT, and our lovely guest today is Amara Carey. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Let me move that a little bit close to you. (laughs) No, you're good. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming through. We appreciate it. So last I saw you was at a Smoke Dog show, at uh, the main event show. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) I haven't been able to hear it yet, but I mean, not not only are you a a model, you're also an author, spoken word. Artist and you also do poetry, yes. dude. That that is multi talent right there. Like, <laughs> I can't even explain dude. it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Ooh, give me a second with this. No, but um, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah. So I'm originally from Sacramento, and I went to Sacramento State, and then after I graduated, I moved to San Diego. I want to say in 2014. Um, I moved to LA for like a year and a half, and then felt a little homesick because San Diego's like my home now and then I moved back. Mm. So that's why I'm here. So yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> no, just looking over at the place. Yeah, you said Sacramento? Yes. Oh, that's crazy. Yes. Uh, how, how, how old do you like San Diego? Like, what, how, How's the difference over there from Sacramento um, over here? For, it's, I think for me it's just more to do. I okay. mean, I've lived Sacramento, in Sacramento for like my whole life. So, you know, when you're in one space for so long you just kind of want to branch out and mm-hmm. i came here i actually came here to visit one year and i was like oh my gosh i'm moving here one day it's like beautiful <laughs> weather the people That's were right. super friendly i just love the vibes and it's, mm-hmm. it, i'm like a real low-key chill person um i have my little turn up moments but like for the most part i like a, like a chill environment and that's what san diego was for me oh so what brought you out here in the first place the first time you came to visit um i was visiting friends i had a friend that was out there and we just came to visit their their place i had got a new place and we had came out and uh, me and my friends came and i was like oh my god i want to stay here it's so pretty we went to the beach and we did like so many fun activities that i typically wouldn't do in sacramento and i think i just loved it and i how long ago was this? Like, how long have you been here in San Diego? Uh, so I moved here in 2014, and then um, I want to say I left to L.A. in, like, 2017, and I was there for a year and a half, and I came back just recently. Yeah. So I think I came back last February. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. But you were also telling me earlier that you had a shoot. Yes. Uh, how did that go today? <laughs> it went really well. I know it's, like, all over the place today, but it went really well. We are wrapping up. Um, it was a commercial for um, one of the, like, it's like almost like a Dave & Buster's kind of environment, but basically we were filming for that. We started Monday, but the finishing up of the film was for um, today. Oh, so, sick. Uh, what okay. was the studio at? Um, downtown. It's, like, near, on Kettner Boulevard. Okay. So, yeah. So right over there. It's a really, really nice space. We're in, like, a, it was, like, a house scene, so we're just lounging around, which was super cool because that's, like, I do that anyway. <laughs> to get paid to do that's kind of cool. <laughs> so I'm just going to do what I do at home, basically. Right. <laughs> it was nice. 
Do you get like nervous when you're on camera? Or Not like really, no. I think I'm just when you do it for so. I've started modeling when I was like 19, 18, 19. So um, 29 now. So now that I've been doing it for like 10 years, it's just like second nature now. <laughs> so you're definitely comfortable. Yeah. Did you ever think that you were gonna do acting also? Like you know what? I would actually like to get into acting. That's why I've been doing a lot of commercial work. So that's like commercial acting pretty much leads into that. But um, I was in a movie, but I didn't have a speaking role. So just seeing the behind the scenes of that, it was really, really fun. I enjoyed it so much. It's like, oh, my God, it'd be nice to actually get that speaking role. So I am working toward that, So or towards that. So doing these commercials or acting commercials are really going to get me to that. And I really believe that. So I'm going to manifest that, speak that into existence, because that would be nice. <laughs> no, if you put it out there. Yeah, out there, I'm so. a firm believer in that. And I'm praying on it, and we'll just see what happens. But definitely doing the commercial acting is going to lead me to more opportunities so I'm really looking forward to it okay and that's cool that okay. you got the, the gigs out here in San Diego yes. yeah. <laughs> you, you know what it is it's really networking and just being a genuinely good person because what ends up happening is people actually want to work with you when you're just you know just fun to work mm -hmm. with super easy going and that's a, how I get a lot of gigs honestly or when people come into San Diego they'll actually direct message me I'm like hey they'll tell me the rate and everything we'll just kind of have our negotiations and i get to shoot here so it's really nice to not have to go up to la because i was worried about that moving back up here so um now that i'm here i'm just like whatever comes comes you know if i have to go to la to make that drive um it's nice but also with the quarantine we're just doing like you know the zoom calls and for or like just self-tape auditions to get booked so it's not like i have to go out there to the audition go back for the second audition it's yeah, yeah. everything is just home now so it's so. just like a video interview yeah, basically right so they That's just want to it's cool because they get to see yeah. your personality while you're just at home so instead of taking that drive and then being told no it's like if you don't hear back then you know you didn't get the gig so it's easier to know like right offhand than to like keep going back and forth with the drive oh mm -hmm. so it's probably gotten a lot simpler in that way huh yes it, I, at first, I was a little nervous and worried about that because I was like, oh, my God, like, how is this going to happen with auditions? And it's just it's actually easier because people are like, OK, I want this person. You know, here's the time. Here's the date because it's already complicated as it is. So they're just trying to simplify everything now. Ah. Mm -hmm. So do you do like a different interview, like a video for each one or do you just send the same like one, like a resume? No, it's definitely different because I, I mean, if they want a reel, I'll definitely send my reel. A reel is basically like a compilation of all the work that you've done and just shows like your range but um as far as like sending an audition tape it depends on what they want you to do like if they want mm. me to be a teacher i have to play the role of a teacher if they want me to be gotcha. like a mom yeah i have to play so it's like and they'll send you a script if i have to speak and whatnot so it's it's H cool have you ever acted like a mom role you know what i did audition for for yeah. that and there were actually kids there too so we got to like interact ah, okay. yeah it was cool it was cool yeah, that's gnarly. <laughs> but cool. is there also like a scene out there in Sacramento for like commercials or any type of film uh, like that? It's not like it is in LA for sure. And obviously not even San Diego may not have a huge market, but it's super small, but it's good because it's like you're a big fish in a small pond. Mm -hmm. So everyone knows yeah, who you that's are. Pretty consistent in San right. Diego. But in Sacramento, I mean I would do local fashion shows and whatnot, but it was nothing like what I'm doing now. So I do feel like I'm grateful that I have left because it, my opportunities have come to me more and that I've now that I'm here. Nice. So. Hey, cheers to that. That, yeah. that sounds good. <laughs> cheers to Thursday. Happy, happy Thursday, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Kicker Podcast. Yeah, the homie Carlos Guadilla says, let's get it, fellas. Good evening. Good evening to you, too, and thank you for tuning in, brother, and kicking it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's step away from the modeling for a bit. I, mean, I want to know more about your poetry. Yeah, 
so um, I started writing when I was 12 years old. A lot of people don't know that because I didn't really put it out. So it was something I would just do for fun. I didn't really know it was a thing mm -hmm. until I actually got older. I seen there was like spoken word and I was like, oh my God, like that's cool to actually get what I love out. It was very nerve-wracking the first time that I went. Um, I had a group of people come out because it was my first performance. There was about, I want to say about 15 people that came to support me, but the, there was like a group of people. I did really, really well. People came up to me afterwards. But um, so I'm still like new at like performing, but I do like, to, I love writing. That's like my thing. So that's kind of how I got into doing the spoken words is from writing, but people want to hear it. So now I have to transition from writing to now performing it and now like putting it on display. So that's a little different because you're being vulnerable and telling your stories. How do you feel uh, performing or, you know, your spoken word or your, uh, or your poetry different than when you do modeling? Is there a difference in that? It's definitely different because when you're being vulnerable, it's a little nerve-wracking because you're telling your stories, but you also are hoping people can relate to your stories, whereas modeling is something that I just, I feel like I am learning to do naturally over time, and it's something that is just second nature to mm -hmm. me, whereas this is still new. I've always been writing, but performing is a little bit different, and so there's a different audience, too, with modeling than there is spoken word. So um, just continuing to put my work out and... People have been loving it, so I'm, I'm glad I'm getting a good reaction from it. So it's nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't think I hear too many, uh, like, spoken uh, word poets anymore. I, mostly everybody's just trying to do music for right, the most part. Right, right. You know, just doing it uh, basically acapella. I, I, that's how I see it, mm -hmm. you know, spoken word. It's usually basically an acapella and, you know, the, the message behind without any instruments and you just listen to the words. I feel like it, it penetrates a little bit more deeper. I agree, but I also think that having music attached to your spoken word, it just brings a different element to it. So I did try that. I got a huge reaction. It's actually on Spotify and Apple Music oh. right now. Ooh. Yeah, so if you want to listen to it, it's called Her Beauty Marks. And it was written by me. It was um, directed by me, but it was produced by someone named Bless. He literally brought my vision to life, so I'm so grateful. But I think being able to hear how I was feeling in the time of what I was going through, I was going through, but putting music to that, it just, it just hit a little different, you right. know, people were able to relate, I had a lot of views, I had a lot of plays, so if you can stream it, that'd be great, but I also just want you to listen to it, just for the sake of, like, trying to relate to me in a different way, because some t people don't like the, just the spoken word, the, like, talking aspect mm -hmm. of it, yeah. so if you, when you add music, it, it sounds like, I'm, I'm not really singing, but it kind of gives that vibe like I am, so I like that. So that's my kind of where I want to I want to kind of transition to. No, it's that's more, not, that's yeah. That's wait, wait, wait. Where could these people find it at, real quick? So it's on Apple. It's on all streaming platforms. I literally put it everywhere. So it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music, Tidal, YouTube, everywhere. Yep. So yeah, I got it right here. Is it cool? We play it now. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. All right, I'm super excited about this project because I just was so amped to do this, but. No one anticipated that this was happening. So when I dropped it, everyone was like, what? What is well, going on? I like that you actually uploaded it because, I mean, for most spoken words, like, you have to go to a coffee shop and, you know, hear Right, it exactly. So being able to access it mobily, that, that's right. just that's, that's And that's what I want. I want to tap into people in a different way because it's really hard to get people to really listen to your spoken words. So I'm like, how can I grab people's attention? Because this way is not working. Not everyone wants to go to spoken word. Not everyone wants to hear a poem. Because you, when you hear the same poem in different ways, it gets repetitive. Yeah. But when you add music to it, it's like, okay, this is a little different. Mm, so okay. it's it's different for people to hear now. Huh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to play it. Let's do it,
Kills or bars. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, from that intro, it just like. I appreciate that. I got so many homegirls that I'm gonna share this. Oh, thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Thanks. I do. Yeah, yeah. I was just waiting for her to like start spitting, like. I mean, she was. It was right. Moms like that, and they're like, "Are you a rapper?" I'm like, "Wait, no, no, but." Was, I was like, I'm a spoken word artist. I tried nah, to. No, like, but I could go on beat. Like, yeah, that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, that poem means a lot to me because he, like, Bless really, really put my vision to life. I wanted it to be like I'm drowning in the beginning and like I make it to shore type of thing. And so the like the imagery, like if you just close your eyes and like have it like in the headphones, it's like, oh my goodness, this is great. So I was super excited when I actually got it back and was able to play it. I was like. That's me. That's me. <laughs> so I was super happy, and I just want people to enjoy it. So I want more of this to come out in different ways. Like I don't want to have the same repetitive poem or the same sound. Mm-hmm. I want to change it up to show like a range. So stay tuned. I'm definitely gonna be working on that behind the scenes. So. No, I completely agree. Just adding that like sound behind it. It just changed the whole dynamic it of the poem. Gave it so much body. Mm-hmm. Oh my damn. So that's. Oh, yeah, uh, thank you so much. Dude, yeah, that, that intro on it was really good. Just like, boom. It was, like, it was like, what do you want on it? I was like, okay. I definitely want it to, it sounds crazy, but I want it to sound like I'm drowning, but coming to life and coming to shore, I'm evolving. Mm-hmm. So that's what I wanted it to sound like. The, the spoken word is like, it's a beautiful language translated into words. So I want my words to come to life. So that's how that came about. And he did that. So I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Low key, I was like, Get the feeling back, like the first time when I watched Poetic Justice, ah. you know, you hear Janet Jackson go all the way up her voice. Like, yes. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, you're right. This feeling in a while. You're right. 
Sheila, that, that was dope. Thank that was you. Dope. I had a very deep meaning into it. Um, so you don't mind me asking, it's like, um, how'd you came about to writing down the poem at that moment? Um, yeah. so I actually that poem came from like a series of chapbooks that I've wrote, written. So a chapbook is basically a short story of poems or in like a like something like this. It's actually one of my top the third one actually. So I have three of these. So the beginning started off as like kind of sad and it's like red because it's passion and just you know that anger. I was frustrated at the time and then it transitioned to tur the turquoise color which is like wisdom and like learning and trying to figure myself out. The gold, the yellow color is like peace and calm. Like I found myself. So that last poem is actually the poem that is actually on Apple Music is what I feel like it made me evolve into who I am today. And it kind of basically told my story of all the three chapbooks into one. So that's kind of how that came So tell about. us more about the books. Yeah, yeah so um, I wanted people to get to know me for me. Um, and not with, they see me on Instagram and they're like, oh my gosh, she's a model, she's so perfect. But I'm human. I've been through things. I've been hurt. I can relate to people in different ways that, you know, I want people to know that it's okay to not be okay. But it's not okay, not okay, not okay to stay that way. So my dad always told me that. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put this out, show that I have been hurt, but look where I am. You don't have to stay in this state. You don't have to yeah. feel this this sad, you know, the sad story going on and on and on. You just find yourself, continue to be who you are, find what you love to do, find your true passion, and stick with that, and you will ultimately get to where you want to be. So. The first one kind of told like how what how I went through certain things when I was like younger. Um, I, a situation happened to me, and um, it kind of it kind of I would say kind of shaped me how I thought of men because you know guys are so can get touchy feely at times or they want to say things that are inappropriate. So I kind of talked about that. I had a friend commit suicide. I talked about that. Um, I went through a really really tough breakup. I talked about that, and that was I think what really really triggered me to write this because that relationship really ultimately changed me as a person because it was so long. And um, it was in my early 20s, and that's when you really are figuring out, I've just got out of college, like, what do I want to do with my life? I'm figuring out who I am. Who is Amara going to be in the next five to ten years? I was figuring that out. So once I got here in San Diego, once I seen that my story could actually change people's lives, and I did that spoken word, I'm like, wow, people are really inspired by this. I'm not the only one who went through it. I'm not the only one who's had you know, heartbreak or a traumatic experience. So that led me to the second one. And then the third one is, you're here, you made it. And I really am, I feel like I'm in a really, really good space in my life right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I want to keep that going. So I hope through my poetry books that it inspires you that you don't have to be in a sad state, depending on whatever you went through, you're going to get out of it. You got to put your put your big girl panties on and just go, you know, just do what you can do. Like, I don't want you to just be out here, like, crying and stuff. Like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> so. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is one of your books that you brought Yeah, actually. So, this is part three. Um, each one has a different color. So, it's, like, red. The other one's turquoise. And this one is the gold. The gold is my favorite um, because this is, like, where I am today. This is, like, and it, it actually helps you get through certain things. It'll, like, remind you that, this is not the all in, you know what I mean? You mm -hmm. can become the next thing you want to be. You can change someone's life. You can change your own life. Don't just stay in this this one state. Like, I'm, I'm really, really big on not letting things take you, like, out of who you are. Like, find yourself. You have to find yourself. This, in this day and age, especially with quarantine and this pandemic, it has everybody trying to figure out what do they want to do with their life. What, where do I want to be? And so I want people to know, like, 
I can do this regardless of this quarantine. Like I was like in the house, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to be in the house, what, what can I do to make myself feel like not so sad? Mm -hmm. So, you know, people are passing away and it was just a lot going on. I'm like, I'm going to finish my third book. And I ended up writing it actually dur during the quarantine. So. No. So you just, it's barely, you just finished it mm -hmm. not too long ago. Mm -hmm. yep. Oh shit. Yep. I finished it in June. And I said I was gonna push it out. I set a deadline, put it in my calendar, and worked, you know, worked toward that goal. So. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Have you thought of turning these into like an audio version? I do have an audio for the first one. Nice. Yes. Okay. So, I do have audio for the first. Are you one. working on audio for the second one? Um, I do want to do an audio, but I'm more on the music aspect if I'm gonna do that. So I hmm. want to add music to it, so it'll. In the have same way you had it for uh, right. her beauty marks. Right. Ah, okay. Right. So if I do add another audio, I do want it to be more of a music element to it. So. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. I'm still playing that track, dude. This is sick. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you think there's going to be a fourth part to it? Um, I think I'm done with this. So it's, the three-part series is done, but I do, want, I do eventually want to write a book. And I want it to be more of, like, um, trusting the process. Really, like, mm -hmm. figuring out, like, you know through all that you've been through it's for a reason and you're here for a reason and I want people to know that it's okay when things are not happening on your time because I have sometimes I can be very impatient and I want things to come and then when they do come it's like okay what's next okay what's next and I'm like trying to go after mm -hmm. the next thing but it's okay to like take a moment and really realize that you have this process and really go through that to figure out like what's your next move it doesn't need to be so rushed because when it's rushed it's probably not going to be what mm -hmm. you want it to be anyway. yeah it's got to be of a more natural mm -hmm. like right. pool right and you know if it's out of your control at the moment like why even stress exactly. about it exactly like, if you could change it then there's no problem if you exactly. can't change it why why stress on it mm -hmm. oh, that's crazy yeah. <laughs> oof you know, they got all deep real quick from the start. Of <laughs> I, I, it was, I knew that was going to happen the moment you guys asked me about poetry. I'm like, let me prepare myself because I've already known I get in this, like, mood. And it's crazy because modeling is just so, like, free-spirited and, like, mm -hmm. you just get to do all these things. And then it's, like, poetry. I'm, like, so vulnerable and I'm, like, quiet. And, <laughs> no, you know? and it's, it's like that with, like, any, like, you know, in music, same thing. You know, it's anything that's, like, art. It's very, right. very vulnerable. And, like, once you make it, it's, like put it out there and then people could criticize it and you know sometimes you don't feel good about that because mm -hmm. it's like this is how you really feel it's like your deepest emotions like you say you're vulnerable and mm -hmm. like you know people once you put it out there it's out for people to judge and right just like and also sometimes a lot of people think that poetry is just all sad you know and mm -hmm. i i also don't want it to stay on that so that's why this third one was kind of like i need to we need to bring up the energy here because i don't want people to feel like i'm just like this depressed person mm -hmm. no but I want people to know that I am human and I have gone through things and I know other people are going through things too. So it's just a way to connect and relate to people. That's really all I wanted to do. But moving forward, will my poems always be sad? No. Um, I do want the happy ones mm -hmm. and the, the I'm in a happy relationship vibe or I'm just having a good day today vibe. Yeah. Like I want it to be like a mixture. So it's like I'm getting just, lit tonight. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like you just vibe into the car, like <laughs> vibe in the car and just kind of, you know, just turn it on. I don't want you to be like sad every time you turn on my stuff. Yeah. Like I don't want it to be that way. So. You will have like, like cheerful projects? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have some. I'm, I definitely am going to probably release it like later, but it's like I'm still working on it. Like I have some mm. that are like I've started it, but I haven't finished it. So I have to write when I'm inspired. That's one thing about me. Like everything that I write, it came from maybe like a conversation that me and you might have. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my God, you said this one word that I can actually take that word and write a whole poem from that one word. So I really, really like having like deep and like, 
you know, genuine conversations mm-hmm. with people. And especially like having friends that have like really, really good vocabulary. I have a lot of friends that just have this vocabulary. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know that word. I'll go look it up. If I don't know a word, it's okay if you don't know a word. Go look it up. And then it just expands my poems because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you have this, you have this good, like, like you have this good spoken word, but you also have this like, this dope, like, vocabulary in there too. Yeah. Like, you know, like the words are just like, okay, wow, like I haven't heard that word mm-hmm. in a poem before or in a, in a music before, so. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to change. It's the same for like songwriting and I guess like hip hop too. We just have one word, you're like, oh okay, and then it just like everything else just flows out like naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or like when you incorporate different languages and stuff like that, you know, you just kind of like mix things around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Have you ever considered you know, doing other languages, or do you have you learned any other languages? Um, I know sign language. A lot of oh, people don't oh, know that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so um, I learned sign language in college actually. So. I've actually thought about doing one of my poems in sign language and like also having like the words on the screen so people know what it's, but I definitely want to do some, so people that don't Mm -hmm. actually can or can't hear me, I want people to still relate to me and actually connect with me through sign language because a lot of people don't know there are, there are people that cannot hear what you're saying and Mm -hmm. they don't, they like, if you don't have the words on the screen, they have to really read your mouth and with masks and things on like that, like they don't know and that's a, a, I definitely, um, I feel like they're not, that's not tapped into at all. So I definitely want the deaf community to be involved in my poetry. So Dude, that is fucking awesome. I'm trying to get to that point, too. So. You know, you're right with, like, the face masks. Yeah. Really mm-hmm. So, like, hey, that's dope. I, I'm, okay, so, so, like, you said you want the words underneath. Um, yeah, so, like, if I were to post, like, a video um, of me performing my poems or something like that, I definitely like at one point want to have like music attached to it, but like the words on the screen, um, and or sign like one of my poems so that they mm-hmm. can understand what I'm saying if I don't have the words on the screen or something like that. So I definitely want to incorporate that. Not all of my things, but some things where they can feel like they still are connected to me in some yeah. way. That's like something I'm looking towards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, we're gonna go take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're actually gonna take a break this time. Normally, we just say, and we'll be back immediately because it's just for audio purposes. Oh. But I really got to go use the bathroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, <passing> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to turn off the mics and the camera for a bit, and then we'll be back. You guys should go get a break and all that, yeah. too. Excuse me, y'all. You'd be amazed. Le quitas la tapa. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it. Do, 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 do. 
Might have share the shit again. Cause we back. I'm like leaning forward. Oh, here we can move the table back. Yeah. I should have asked that at the beginning. This is like a lot better. Okay. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Oh shit! I don't even know. I'm not even on that page right now. That looks good, bro. <laughs> so much better. Yeah. You good? You good? There you go. And I was like leaning into the. <laughs> 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 like. Dang. Yeah, your back doesn't hurt from the whole first half. Uh, no, but I'm like, I think I need to sit a little more, you know, up. She's like, she had the couch, she's like the most uncomfortable one. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like leaning into the... We kind of defeated the whole purpose there, boys. Yeah. Okay. We put the couch there in an ironic statement, you know, it was... We're in action now. I yeah, feel a lot we are. Better. And we're back. I feel a lot better, too. <laughs> so... What were we talking about before we went on break? Poetry. Yeah, it was poetry. modeling. And it was a poetry. Yeah. Basically going through her, her whole portfolio and shit, you know? Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like the beginning, the middle, the end. <laughs> <laughs> that part between the, the beginning and the middle, that shit was dope. And that part from the middle to the end? Oh, man. The way you press play on that, it was just uh, like... <laughs> Oh man! Uh, what are the uh, local spots that you've that you've been at performing? Um, I started at Queen Bee's actually in North Park. Oh sure, in San Diego. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I started there, and it's actually nice because like Rudy Francisco was there, Amin Ra was there. Like, well, they weren't there on my first. Well, Amin Ra was there for my first performance, but um, I eventually met Rudy Francisco, which I feel like he's a dope poet, and I definitely find inspiration from him. So that's right. Yeah, I, I'm not that knowledgeable with, with poetry. Aspect, he's but, he's popping. But would you say Rudy Rudy Francisco? Mm -hmm. Dude, I'm about to check this shit out. Yeah, he has a he's like he has like a lot of views on his poems. It's like really insane. There you go. Check that shit out too. <laughs> I gotta shout him out because he actually I really pull inspiration from him. So I guess we're peeping game from you at this point now. Huh? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I can see, I can see that. Yeah. Who no, I, I heard of Queen Bee's. Mm -hmm. So that's where I perform. I would say like maybe the most because I did like three times there. I did perform actually um, one time in L.A., which that was very nerve wracking because that was my first time performing in L.A. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I actually performed in I can't remember the, um, Black Expressions, and that's near um, kind of going towards downtown, but not downtown. I performed there too, and I think I performed there twice actually. Mm. So yeah. I'm more on the back end, but people like invite me to perform all the time. <laughs> like, I'll don't you love those moments? You're like, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you want to be shy about it, but yeah. low key, you're like, I'm digging this. No, it's like, it's like, yes, but like at the time, I think I was just so fresh, and like people were like hitting me up, like, mm -hmm. we, you know, we enjoyed your poem, but like, I write because I'm inspired to write. I feel like performing and writing, like I said, are two different things. And so when I'm up there, I usually have my phone in my hand and I'm like, I have to get out of this comfort zone of like having my phone. So if I really am going to perform, like I try my hardest to like rehearse it beforehand. Mm -hmm. But sometimes like I remember I had this one girl that I know she's um, she's also another another poet. But she said, do you write your poems to memorize them or do you write them because you love writing? And I said, well, I love writing. She's like, well, just read it. It'll, it'll come naturally. And I did that. But then it got to the point where sometimes I do feel like people can feel it more when you don't have your phone so 
not saying I will never use my phone again because I just did it like last week. But um, <laughs> but eventually, if I'm am going to be traveling and performing mm-hmm. of that nature, I do want to like really, really like master that craft of performing because that's a talent as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see it. Uh, I don't really see it as a bad thing if you're doing it yeah. off your phone. Like I, I do understand it's like a little takes you out of the experience a little bit. Right, but, right. I mean, also when you're doing like you know open mics and whatnot, it's it's that's for practice. True. That's true. You know, it's and like, that's an- another reason why sometimes I do I will use that as practice. But like, I mean, on on like a bigger scale of like performing and like recording and things like that, I do want to like that's mm-hmm. like recording a music video and you're like reading from your phone. Do you get what I'm saying? Like eventually yeah. when I do like travel or go out of town to perform and like i'm really like hey my name is amara carey and i'm here to share this poem with you i kind of want to come with like a performance in a sense so that's something i want that's like way in the future but um right now we can't really perform like in a, in a yeah, right so <laughs> have some time yeah. to practice <laughs> but yeah yeah no i, I kind of agree with the post stuff sometimes like I mean, when you're in a rush, it's, it's not bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, grab it, right. put it on the notes, boom, I'll get to it later. Well, I also use it if it's, like, a new poem. If it's a new poem, there's no way it's rehearsed. So it's, like, I'm just going to read it. And I d- did that a lot when people would ask me to perform. I'm like, well, I just mm-hmm. wrote this new one, so I want people to hear that one. And it's, like, well, people still have never heard you before, so you might want to perform that one that you're really good at and then maybe read one more. So that's what I started doing. And then when people actually that, – that's what happened at the Smoke Dog one. Mm. So I, that reaction that I got is because I know that poem, like, the back of my hand. So when I performed it, it's like, oh, shoot, like, that was really good. But then there's a couple where it's, like, I didn't really memorize that one, memorize that one so let me – out my phone yeah mm-hmm. yeah mostly if you're practicing it mm-hmm. once you have it memorized though that's when like the emotion yes, could actually exactly. like exactly come out yes, and, like, and that's when people relate to you and you hear the snaps and the yes and like i lo- that keeps me going and that kind of fuels my energy not saying they don't do that reading my phone but i don't know i just i love when people can like are giving me that eye contact mm-hmm. and they like you can see people feeling like you can tell they're actually like exactly actually like you know interested in actually interacting with mm-hmm. you just like damn that's how i felt when we were listening to that song earlier i was like oh Okay. <laughs> it's very nerve wracking though because people are like they're just like <laughs> you know but it's like you, you want to feel that but at the same time it's like you want to perform too and do well so mm-hmm. it's like a I don't know it's like it's like good but bad at the same time yeah. like that, that feeling that energy um, but I really enjoy just telling my story or if it, if, whether it, it's a good poem or like a, I don't say a good poem but like a like a sad poem or a happy mm-hmm. poem like I definitely want people to relate to it in general so yeah yeah, that's, that's dope. <laughs> that's right. Shit. Yeah, I can't wait till this whole COVID gets lifted so that you can actually get a spot in, you know. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Eventually, like I said, I would love to have, like, more music so that way when I'm going, it's easy to remember when it's attached to music, for one. And two, it's, like, a different experience. Like, rather than just going up and just standing and reading a poem, it's like, turn on the mic, turn on this, turn on the, you know, I want, like, I want, like, a whole, like, you know musicians to come out and stuff that would mm-hmm. be that's what i really would like because it's you're not just up there by yourself there's you got the piano here the guitar person here like i definitely like i'm not a singer but like a spoken word artist so i definitely want to try to incorporate that to make it feel like i have that singing mm-hmm. vibe to it that's that's what i really really enjoy uh, yeah i thought about kind of like singing your phones no no not really, no. <laughs> no i was just <laughs> you know, I was in the studio and um, recording the Her Beauty Marks, and um, Bless was like, why don't you try a little something? So I was like, you know, I'm not for this particular <laughs> phone. Mm-hmm. I just want to, I want people to 
you know, hear me for my spoken word first. I don't want people to like, oh, she's a singer. I don't want that. I didn't want that to come across as that. Yeah. So that's why it says like spoken word and like writing on it. So that way. Yeah, no, yeah you definitely get that feel. Yeah. Like, thank you. Yeah. Because uh, at first you're like kind of guessing like, is this a song? Yeah, that's, that's what I really like. I want people to like be like, yeah. wait, what is this? You know, is it. I'm ki- I kid you not. When I posted it, people were DMing me like I didn't know what was happening. Like some people played mm-hmm. it in their cars, some people played it on their on their headphones, and it's like they just get this like different experience, and they they're just turning on like a regular like you know spoken word. Um, but I do like both. But for me specifically, um, I just want that music aspect to it. I'm not gonna be able to do that all the time, but in the future, that's kind of the vibe I want to get. When people actually know like who Amara Carey is, like I want people to be like, oh, she's the girl that has the the nice like music to her spoken word. Yeah, like, poetry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, snap, snap. <laughs> how how would you feel like your poetry has has changed from when you started to now? Happier. Happier. Definitely happier. I was like not in the very not in a good space. I think in LA, I was also missing my friends here. You know, um, even though I'm not from San Diego, I had a lot of friends. Like I met so many people here. And not saying I can't make friends in LA, but the vibe is just different. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, yeah oh, like, you feel it. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, I'm really big on genuine vibes. And if I don't feel that, I'm just like, we could be cool, but we can't be like close. You know, it's like I'm just like, and I miss that that really really tight friendship i miss mm-hmm. just going somewhere without being in an hour and a half two hours in traffic like it was just a lot and you know just going through so much at that time and not having that support system with me it was a little different for me so i was mm. like i don't know i would come up to san diego maybe like two to four times a month while i was there so people were like why don't you just move back you clearly are not feeling la like that but i did meet some some people that I'm, I would say I'm still cool with to this day, but I mean, like, my day ones that I met in San Diego, like, those mm-hmm. are the people that I would go back and see and just get that, that you know, that love, that family vibe that I missed and just have a good time. Because L.A. was, like, a lot. Traffic was insane, you know. Even with going to auditions, I would, like, go and then try to make it back, you know, on the other side. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's, it's like I came from San Diego to L.A. That's how long I was in traffic. It was insane. So once I came here and... I'd rather do the drive and, and plan my day accordingly than to just be sitting in traffic, you know? Mm-hmm. So once I know, like, I have an audition, I'm like, okay, I'm going to plan my day. I'm going to leave it this time so I know I'm going to get here and, and back. But in L.A., you live in L.A., like, where, where are you going to go? So yeah, you're just going to be stuck in traffic. So, Do you see yourself at, um, at living at some other spot, like another place after yeah, San Diego? Really, someone asked me that, too, uh, recently. And I said, I don't know. I really want to settle down in, in San Diego. I, re- I just I just love the vibes. I love the energy, the people. So I think I'm going I'm to stick with San Diego. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, there's, there's honestly no place like out here. Like, you yeah. just feel it in the air. Like, there's, there's just something about the city. And not just San Diego itself, but, like, even up here in North County, like, it's, it's, it's mellow for mm-hmm, the most part. You mm-hmm. know, people are chill. It's that beach life. Back. It yeah, is. It's, it's definitely time. the beach life. For sure. It's like a melting pot, yo. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... it's, it's I've had some really dope memories in San Diego. Mm -hmm. Like, I would feel so... If I left, I would be so homesick. I would feel like I I missed out on something. That was one of the best memories you've had in San Diego. Man. Yeah, have you, like, been to a party? Oh, yeah, I have. I have. Okay, I'm not going to lie. It was actually my birthday, and they had a 90s party. When I tell you this 90s party, it was the best birthday like ever like in san diego because i've had a few birthdays in san diego but 
it was a nine when I say the clothes to the music mm-hmm. they played Rugrats to all that I'm like <laughs> it was so dope I think it, it was started at like nine and it ended at two in the morning but they still let us stay to like three and I it was just like the, I had the time of my life because it was like that I'm a 90s kid you know so it's like they're bringing back my my memories like playing all the music I had my friends there so we were just having a great time and it that it just so happened that that landed on my birthday because I was supposed oh. to be going somewhere else um, and I was like, I have to figure out what I'm going to do for my birthday. Like, my birthday's in, like, 48 hours. What's happening? And so when I found that out, I was like, a 90s party? Oh, man, I went to the store, got some cute clothes, some 90s clothes, and we went in there and just had a ball. That's that's probably my favorite memory here, for sure. Because I was like a five-hour celebration. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, <that's> <laughs> it was fun. So, yeah. <laughs> so what's, what's next in store for you? Definitely continuing to do this modeling thing. Um pushing my poetry hard i definitely want people to get to know me for who i am genuinely Mm -hmm. and just hopefully eventually get into acting so we're going to continue to speak that into existence (laughs) but uh, all the universal rules right yeah (laughs) but for now sticking with my commercial acting hopefully the world opens back up soon so i can do my traveling for runway um but that's pretty much what's the craziest runway experience or the place that you've been to I just came back from London, actually, right before the pandemic hit. Oh, I was in shit. London and went to Paris. Yeah, I was there for like 11 days, 9 to 10 days. How was that? It was nice. Yeah. It was really nice. It was freezing, but it was nice. <laughs> uh, it, we were really busy. It was a, It was like, okay, we have to go here. We're going here. We did a photo shoot. And it was like so, like, I really didn't feel like I got to mm-hmm. do as much as I wanted to. But one, of, I think it was that Friday before I got ready to leave. Like, we went out. We... Um, try different foods and stuff out there and like went like shopping so just kind of like the basics I would say mm-hmm. I didn't really get to see like explore really like that but it was still fun oh, a yeah. good experience so yeah which one did you like better London or Paris I'm gonna go with London uh, I think I don't know the vibe was different I don't know and I'm like really big on like the cars, the cell phone, the, the telephone thing. Like, I'm, I'm really like into aesthetics and taking pictures. So I was like, I was more into that. I think for Paris, all I really want, all I wanted the whole trip, I need a picture or a video in front of the Eiffel Tower. I cannot leave until that happens. Since I got that, I was like, okay, whatever else we see is just extra for me. That's all I wanted was to see the Eiffel Tower. So after that, when we went to London, I had like really fun. She's like, huh? Okay. okay. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm out. I, I think it's also maybe. Like, okay language barrier because like yeah that too that, that was be. that was tough i'm not gonna lie and it's so crazy because like i'm so nice and i'm like oh my god can you help me they're like why you don't speak no like you know <laughs> I'm, like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm like this person don't want to help me <laughs> but no seriously like some people really like find that offensive so and that's understandable but like i was like oh my god like we, good thing like we went with people that were from paris um or, like, the people that were with us were from Paris, so some of them were able to help us get around because they actually spoke the same language. But I was like, oh, my God, they they do not like that. <laughs> That's the one thing Hollywood was right about, huh? <laughs> yes. Oh, damn. <laughs> that is true. But some people, were, there was, you know, some people like that, but then there was the super, super friendly that were willing to help you, mm-hmm. just the people you come across, I guess. That's right. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. London and Paris. I or- definitely would do, love to do Milan like fashion yeah I would love that there's a huge fashion scene there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I've done New York so that to me would be like the next big thing I would say Mm. Mm -hmm. so far which city did you like the most for when it came to modeling I think London was pretty cool but for me I think 
like for my overall experience, I would say New York. Um, it was like really, really fast paced, but it's one of those things like I enjoyed it, but like once it was over, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go back because it's so fast paced. And like I said, I'm, I'm really, really chill. Like I don't mind the fast paced environment, but I think that's why I moved back to San Diego because I need that, like that wind down. I don't know. It's just like, it's constant moving, constant going. And I'm, I'm like, I need a break. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a lot. And so once I came back, I'm like, okay, I don't mind going back and doing that. But the shows were really, really nice up there in New York. They were really nice. So I enjoyed that too. All right, well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming Thanks through. We greatly appreciate me. it. It was man, it was really fun getting into that poetry. I yeah, swear. Thank um, you. Can you tell people one more time where to find you? Yes, yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at Amara Carey. That's A M A R A C A R E Y. Or you can follow my poetry page, which is Amara's Voice. A M A R A with an S Voice. And my website is amarasvoice.com, where you can my book if you would like to support me there you go and before we leave can you read us something from that book yeah, you read us like a page or two out of that uh-huh. i kind of wanted to look at okay. at the whole cover because it looks sick did, did you also draw that so i had an artist oh, okay. lejean um do the artwork so this is actually a modeling picture of me but he drew it um and so he was able to get this and do a digital to get it on mm-hmm. to the hardcover so he did that for all my books. So in all of my books are actual real photo modeling photos of me. So I picked one that was like the most inspirational or that would relate to what's inside of the book. But this one, I picked butterflies because that means you've evolved. So that's where that came from. And this is a real photo. So let's see which one I want to read. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Cool. Get a beer and it's supposed to be Thursday night. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's funny. Oh, this is ginger ale, dude. No. Uh, you know what? I think we might be. Oh, oh. Yo. I'm like, which one do I want to read? Like, that's the <laughs> 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 I think we're going to read the rest of it. Might want to hit up the freezer, bro. Uh, I hope we have water. For sure. There's liquor in the freezer. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you should take water too, yeah, bro. <laughs> That's what the ginger ale is for. So there's gin and vodka. You pick your poison. Okay, I'm going to read Calm After the Storm. I really like this one because this is when I was not in my good state, but it's like at the, the end you'll see why I wrote this one. Um, and then I'll read another one called Tranquil because this is like – it's, remember I told you I'll have a conversation and someone says a word and like I pull that word and I'm able to write from that so that's how I was able to write and I was so like happy how it came out because I just like kind of freestyled over mm-hmm. some music that I found on YouTube I put it on um, SoundCloud actually but um, I definitely want to show that one because like I was really tranquil wrote that on the, the was that the word they used mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you because, still remember how they like how they told it to you or like in So I actually context? was showing one of my other poems and they were like, Man, this is like such tranquility. Like I was like, Ooh, <laughs> I like that, you know? So I was like, I really want to get the like hone in on the definition of that word, kind of pull words from that and like, okay, once I mean I I knew what the meaning was, but I just like the other words that they use um to define it. So once I got that, I was like, Okay, I'm gonna write and I, because I feel like my, my my poetry does bring a little a little peace and tranquility too. So, so I'm gonna start with calm after the storm, and then we'll switch to that one. Cool. Okay. Writing is my therapy. I try to see the positive in everything stuck in my thoughts, and it messes with me, longing for freedom desperately. 
to escape the negative energy, the energy that somehow surrounds me. I needed peace. So when I struggled to sleep, I knew the internal feelings were deep. No appetite to eat. The emptiness in my stomach reminds me of the how sorrow and anxiety meet. But that feeling was only temporary, nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing out of the norm. There is always calm after the storm. So that was that one. And I really love that one because I'm like, I got out of it. I got out of it. Um, thank you. All right. And this one is tranquil. And that's from me writing from a word that someone said to me. All right. How did this happen? Discovering my God-gifted talents. Just a fragment, a piece of my life when I was stagnant. An artistic temperament, an enhanced sentiment. My spoken word is eloquent. Now, I have your undivided attention. The fact you hear me, you listen. It takes me to another place, like a new dimension. I come like a puzzle, quite challenging. Still fathoming how poetry puts me back together. It's happening. Speaking out loud and discovering the missing piece I was imagining. My words, as sharp as a sword. When I am on the mic, I am in one accord with all of you. As you listen to all of me, we begin to share the same energy. The fact that I have this ability, the soothing sound of my voice, peace and tranquility. Hey. Thank you. So yeah, I wrote that, one. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for kicking it. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you guys next Monday. This has been Louie Lowe, Bruce, Vic, JT, here with Amara Carey. It almost sounds like Mariah. Like, oh my Amara Carey. Oh <laughs> Amara <laughs> Carey. I was waiting all the time I've for this. gotten that since I was in grade school. Like, it's insane. They're like, oh, my God, are you... Mariah Carey's sister. I'm like, what? Uh, and then they asked Jim Carey. I'm like, wait a minute. I have one R, one R. It's not the same. <laughs> but I do get that all, all the time. I was going to say it's Spanish now. Amara Carey. I, I get that a lot too. Amara. Oh, my, my Spanish teacher used to call me Amara Carey. That was my name. And I will, ne- I will literally never forget that she used to call me that. It's so cute. Well, so, thank you so well, much. Okay. We appreciate you coming out here with us and thank spending you. some time. <laughs> <Amara Kari. laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Where can they get you at for any of your uh, uh, audio? Uh, audio, the books, modeling, town. Okay, like, okay, if okay. If we can link up with you and get you down the project, then you basically open for it. You just got to talk and talk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so Instagram, well, my personal Instagram is Amara Carey. Okay. <laughs> my poetry 31. page is Amara's Voice, and that's Amara's with an S. And then my website to purchase my book is amarasvoice.com with an S, amarasvoice.com. And then um, my Her Beauty Marks is on all streaming platforms. And then Tranquil, if you want to hear that on the music that I, I think it was like a Serena Claudio like sound, um, that is on SoundCloud. Yes. And then I have another one that I haven't, like, dropped, but um, I'm probably just going to put it on SoundCloud as well. And it's called No Rain, No Flowers. I like that title. Yeah. Well, what about yeah. the booking? What if a coffee shop wants to, you know, get you for a poem? Um, like, like, you mean to, like... Yeah, like, to, like, perform a poem. You can just reach out to me on my Instagram. Word. Or, yeah, just, just DM me. There you go. <laughs> Look, DM me. Let's go. Awesome. Well, thank you guys, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Thanks for kicking it. Jit.